Welcome, everyone, to Skyrim 10 AD, uh, ASA Podcasting's D&D adventure in Skyrim. Join us as new adventurers uh, prepare to tame the, uh, the tundra of uh, Whiterun Hold. Um, I'll introduce, I'll let our uh, players introduce uh, the characters now. Uh, in the order of, um, let's see, how many weapons they have, from least to most. All right. Well, I think I have one. <laughs> <laughs> Not counting the spiritual one, which I guess lives in my pocket, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> mouse, has, mouse has three. Jaquai has none. <laughs> oh, I thought you had some darts or something. Oh, I do have darts. Yeah. And ten claws. Yeah. I believe, you, I believe you have the Warhammer and... The, uh, you also have that silvered mace, I believe. Did I get that back from Lenny? I don't remember. Maybe did. Maybe, maybe I he, did. Maybe maybe I have two. Because he's got his um, he's got his oh, big. That's right. He got his big uh, maul back. That's right. All right. Well, uh, I, I, so that gives me two. But with Jaquai having ten claws, that's probably. <laughs> <what's handled laughs> So I'll jump in, and then Andrew can go because body's probably uh, around the two or three. So yeah, so this is Pat here. I am playing the character of Luke Icewalker, a big, strapping, middle-aged Nordic chap um, who uh, is a cleric of Kinnerath, um, and uh, he he uh, and Body uh, travel together into uh, Skyrim from Cyrodiil. Uh, uh, Luke is a of the Nordic Nordic heritage, but has never before this trip been to Skyrim, despite the fact that we keep running into people who claim they've seen him, and we don't really understand what the hell's going on with that yet. So uh, that's that's the other uh, mystery we have besides these pesky bandits along the way to Redoran's retreat that we're trying to take out. So uh, that's kind of my deal in a nutshell. Thank you, Pat. And how many weapons did you have? Uh, mouse? Uh, three. Two daggers and one bow. Yeah, that would put you next. Okay, well, uh, this is Victor. I am playing a, uh, character whose nickname is Mouse, uh, Septimus Vulpin, who is a, a young, somewhat overconfident, uh, Imperial who grew up in Skyrim, sort of the opposite of Luke. And, uh, he has a, a little bit of a uh, mysterious past, but uh, is mostly a rogue and an adventurer who has offered his services to the group from almost the very beginning to help guide them through Skyrim, but has become very uh, friendly with them and through the adventures, and in particular has developed a great deal of respect and fondness for our strapping Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you very much, Mouse. And, uh, Botty, how many weapons do you have? Oh, I don't know. Too many. Uh, <laughs> bow, sword, dagger. Yeah, all sorts of um, stuff. A rapier. Rapier, yeah. Just, I'm clanging a, around. A so. whip. Uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about the whip. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, but that still puts you in third. You're still behind. Uh. Uh, as as Luke had mentioned, uh, body trekked across the Skyrim border from Cyrodiil. Um, body is a huge fan of the um, the Dragonborn, and as a bard, a young sassy bard, uh, her main goal is to visit the sites, see the sites, um, get as much information, hear the stories of the people uh, who are currently standing where the Dragonborn trod ten years ago. Uh, so, Body has found a companion in Luke to uh, come across the border with and uh, stumbled across our other friends and um, excited to head um, head on into the adventures of our uh, newfound friends across the border in Skyrim. Thank you very much, Martin. And uh, lastly, we have our only um, uh, see, uh, beast folk, um, Jaquai. <laughs> Hi, this is Ray. I play Jaquai Chang Kane, a Khajiit monk uh, in the Order of the Whispering Fang. He is... Uh, in search of his brother uh, in Skyrim, but you know, finding it very challenging. Uh, lots of dead ends. But uh, he's also been presented with an opportunity by the uh, Jarl of Falkreath uh, to help him shore up his borders uh, by... Uh, he's got an offer to, to buy uh, the, the town of Helgen. And so he is eagerly awaiting an opportunity to discuss this with, uh, with the other Khajiit uh, caravan folk that are traveling through the, through the lands of Skyrim. And so right now he's, uh, he's biding his time, waiting until he has an opportunity to talk to them. Awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, Jaquai. DMH note, you gave Ray opportunity to buy Helgen, remember? <laughs> I think it's a little out of our price range for the moment, anyway. Uh, on the line, on the line. We need the caravan's help. Okay, so welcome everybody back to Skyrim 1080. Um, I think it's episode 42, I believe. Um, we uh, last uh, on the story so far our uh, party have ventured through uh, across the border into Fall Creeth and spent some time there helping out the locals it ended up becoming friendly with the Jarl still friendly enough that Jaquai uh, uh, for his services rendered and showing um, becoming uh, let's see favoured by uh, Nenya the uh, steward of all Creek, uh, was offered uh, the uh, the chance to purchase property in uh, Fall Creek. After their stint there, on the road into uh, heading towards White Run Hold, where Ajaquai was told that he could get in contact with the Khajiit Caravans, a well-respected uh, trading operation or delivery operation uh, spread across... Um, Basically, logistics 
uh, or spread across uh, Skyrim and um, they would probably be best informed of uh, stories from all over Skyrim probably the best source of information for Tequai to find any information on his brother uh, so they headed to uh, Whiterun Hold passing through Riverwood where they ran into a rather uh, curious mage of uh, some repute um, told to the rest of the party by Mouse uh, upon re- uh, reaching um, White Run, the city, the capital of White Run Hold, um, they um, ha- had a meeting uh, with their companions where they uh, had a little bit of game of uh, Shieldstone, uh, and then finding out that um, a Khajiit there knew of maybe of uh, the origin story, maybe of uh, Jaquai's brother, um, and where they're um, where they are now is now the got a job from the steward of Whiterun, Preventus. Um, while they were there being questioned uh, under the uh, was it with, I think it was only Luke who was succumbed to under a spell that was cast by uh, the priestess of Kinnereth um, under a zone of truth spell. When they were there, they were questioned by the Jarl, um, and only Luke was questioned uh, on his um, true name and when he ventured into Skyrim. Uh, after this, they spoke to Preventus, where he gave them a job, he offered them 50 gold up front, thanks to Jaquai's <laughs> interpersonal skills, um, <laughs> to go and uh, check out... Um, uh, rumors of, uh, or the fact that there is no rumors or no tales of uh, bandit attacks on the roads surrounding the um, the, the well-known bandit camp Redoran's retreat around that particular area. So they have ventured out. Uh, they've passed the Western Watchtower, the uh, famed location of the the starting tale. Um, some would say of the Dragonborn on his uh, path toward, towards becoming the uh, Dragonborn. Uh, they ventured past this and uh, night, night fell and uh, with the help of um, I believe it was uh, Luke and Mouse finding a nice little spot to uh, spend the night our party camped there for the evening um, waking up fresh first thing in the morning ready for the day to uh, to begin on the tundra so gentlemen and buddy what would you like to do uh, I'm sorry what time is it again is it morning now hmm. I'm pretty much whatever time you want to get up at okay well, it is morning okay. I think uh, <coughs> well mouse would definitely like to uh, get up and just find a slightly high point and just scan around and see if he sees anything um, either dangerous or not uh, sure um, roll um, roll a survival check see if you can have a, a hundred grand see if you can find yourself your optimum place to go and have a look around oh let's see survival is wisdom right uh, so uh, 12 
12. Yeah. So, yeah, Von Rand, there's, um, it is, it is pretty flat, uh, most of it, but you do manage to find yourself, um, a little outcropping of rocks, uh, where a little scraggly tree has managed to grow itself out of the stony ground. Um, so you get up there and make a perception check. Um, yeah, so uh, looking back, you can see uh, you can still see uh, what the city of White Run. It's it's still got the uh, the massive tower sticking out of the top of the hill. That you're thinking that you know a little bit higher, and it, you could actually call it a mountain. Um, and um, the um, uh, the Western Watchtower is now east of you, um, just at, uh, at the end of the, probably three quarters of the way off the end of the road behind you. Uh, you circle around and um, as you're looking in the opposite direction, uh, looking uh, west. Sorry, I'm losing my map. West and slightly north, I guess. I mean, we've established that Mouse pretty much knows where Rutherford's Retreat is, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but as you're, you're looking, you're looking. Sorry, you're looking. Um, uh, you're looking south, and you can see the mountains that separate White Run Hold from Fall Creek Hold. Um, not much there. Um, you're looking around to um, the west, which is or is that the east? That's the east, right? If you're looking towards Markarth, no, that's that's, that's west, right? West. Right, yeah, because um, I keep on looking at the map the wrong way around. <laughs> or, well, I'm not looking at it, but I'm imagining it in my head the wrong way around. Um, yes, yeah, so that's north. That's, yeah. Um, so you're looking at west towards Markarth, uh, following that road. You can see just off in the distance, you can see the intersection, and just beyond it, you can see um, Fort Graymore, I think. Think. Is it yeah? It's Greenwall or Greymore? I can't remember which one it is. Which one of them's in the rift and the other Gray, one? Greymore. Greymore. Yeah. And uh, you see uh, Fort uh, Greymore off in the distance, um, and then you see that just before it, you see the uh, little cross section of where you can uh, head south, uh, going towards Falkreath, uh, and carry on going west towards Markarth, or take the northern road, which will eventually. Um, that's the, no, that heads off into the the mountains, isn't it? Or is that head off? Or it heads up Dust, Dustman's Cairn. Yeah, that road does. Yeah. Hmm. I've lost myself. But anyway, have a look around. Um, uh, off to you, probably your northeast sort of area. You do see what appears to be a giant tank. Um, you see the uh, massive, what would be a, a campfire for giant giants, but would be um, more like a bonfire for uh, anybody else. Um, you don't see any of the giants around, but you do see the smoke, massive amounts of smoke, and you've been down this road. A few times, so you're pretty sure that uh, you know that that's what's off in that general direction. 
Mouse will report that to uh, to his companions. There's nothing, seemingly nothing uh, disturbing in view between us and Redoran's retreat. So, so you're not, you didn't see any giants. You just saw their fire. Yeah, and they're not in the direction we're going anyway. So. Okay. All right. They won't bother you unless you bother them, and then you'll have a trip to the moon. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know that any of us have any uh, interest in bothering the giants. Uh, so, yeah. hopefully, uh, hopefully, we're all on the same page. Yeah, I don't want to bother one, but I've never seen one before. Let me check it out. Hmm. Well, that's entirely possible. Once we've finished with uh, Redoran's retreat, maybe we can uh, head back across that way. I mean, from from Redoran's retreat, it would be a, a fairly, you know direct route uh, east, back to White Run, if that's where we go. You can try your hand at uh, giant baiting while I uh, loot their chest. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't think I have enough cures in my in my uh, backpack to, uh, <laughs> to to fix you after that. So let's uh, let's be cautious with that one. So, uh, Mouse, you, you know where we're headed, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I've, I've done a little brief scouting. I think we're good. So let's pack up and go. We're, uh, we're, we, we put ourselves at your mercy. Either way. <laughs> well, we'll head back to the road and uh, start to the north and slightly west on the road. And Redoran's retreat should be off to the left, and uh, um, I haven't really. Pardon me, but I, I'm, I'll have to rely on our DM for distance uh, in terms of hours, etc. You know, it's about a 45-second run in Skyrim. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, yeah, it all depends on whether you're heading along the road or you're heading. Um... That's not his plan. Yeah, uh, is to get back to the road and, and head head up the road. It's safer that way. At least his And as we approach the bridge, uh, Jaquai is going to circle around, jump across the stream, and uh, check the check the bridge on the other side to make sure nobody's hiding there waiting to ambush us. If there's three goats on the bridge, troll under. <laughs> Can't get it full screen. Um, just a quick. Speaking of trolls, uh, I did write in my notes uh, that we decided to go to Redoran's instead of the troll cave. I don't remember the troll cave. That, that was that was the other uh, less urgent errand that Preventus okay. gave us. Thank you. For, uh, I knew there was something else. Was they were they were trying to that, and and they, and I think we think that the guy who was attacked was attacked by the troll. Okay. 
So even despite the fact that that despite the fact that, that happened, uh, uh, I think Preventus was more worried about the bandits than the troll. All right. At least that was that was how my notes were from last time. I yeah. took a quick look before we get started. <clears throat> yeah, on the the last episode, um, just as you were leaving the city. Um, the uh, mage you had met in Riverwood, um, Yorick, and uh, his companion, um, uh, which I can't remember, Frognar, Frognar from uh, from Riverwood, um, had <coughs> come across something in a cave, and um, he was badly injured, uh, but with the help of um, Luke and. Um, the um, priestess um, there in um, in the Temple of Kinnereth he managed to sa- not only save his arm but his eye as well uh, so he should make a full recovery but to, you had left it was a small conversation a little conversation which didn't make sense first of all with uh, uh, with Yorick uh, but once he had calmed down a bit uh, managed to get some sense of that there was a, a cave that they were trying to check out to see if it would be worthy of being a, a mine, an iron ore mine that would serve as um, being able to get um, some metal um, that would be closer to Riverwood and wouldn't have to pay as much um, going to Embershard because they'd have to pay the uh, Falkreath taxes if they were getting their stuff from there. So you guys um, head off down the road. It'll probably take you um, the rest of the day to be able to get to um, Redoran's retreat um, or uh, the area close to it. So you, you would probably get close to where Redoran's retreat are by the end of the day's travel, but um, it would be right at the end of the day. You would have been traveling for a solid um, eight or ten hours. So if you wanted to continue after that, after you've done that travel, you might be risking getting um, a point of exhaustion trying to continue on and um, you know search out your area um, or search out that with a point of exhaustion, and you. After the the lengthy day's travel, so you so we are at Redoran's retreat, or how far <laughs> are we? Yeah, you could probably get there um, probably within um, by the end of the, the second day. So that would be two full days, full days travel, um, and you will probably get um, within. I would say. Um, about an hour's walk from where you are. Oh, okay. Well, that's a little too far to go scouting it now. Then I think maybe we. I, I would suggest we just make camp here, wherever you know, we'll find a little uh, secluded spot to camp. Maybe a rock outcropping with the fireless camp. Uh, sleep for a few hours. Does that sound good? Yeah, I, I was. Thinking the same, we'd be maybe prudent not to have a fire, so I yeah. agree. Yeah. I think we should probably post post watches too for since we're this close. Yeah. 
So Agreed. Mouse will volunteer for the first watch if that's okay with everybody. Sure. Sure, Roy. So, um, let's make um, make a perception perception check with um, disadvantage, mouse. You, you've got no fire. You've got no lights. Um, it's probably a pretty clear night, but you uh, some tired in the area. Um, let's see. That would be uh, fifteen. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry, disadvantage. <laughs> 12. <laughs> 12. Um, you spend, um, like, three hours, <coughs> excuse me, um, uh, checking around, making sure that um, there's nothing really encroaching and more having a good listen out, see if you can hear anything clopping on the road or anything, like, pushing through the, the tundra, through the brush. You know it can be difficult um, getting through um, the tundra with, um, you know, suddenly suddenly falling into a bog or, you know, (laughs) running into a a thicket of very sort of like you know dried, um, brittle um, plant life. So you're pretty sure that you're you're able to you would have been able to hear anything, but you don't notice anything during the entire night apart from the, the. the same sounds of sort of like you know loons and um, deer and uh, things like that off in the distance, but nothing that's approaching. Again. Okay, I will quietly uh, uh, wake Shakai over the next watch, I guess, uh, and roll up in my bedroll. Okay, Shakai, you want to? Uh, do you want to take <laughs> watch, or do you want to go back to sleep? <laughs> uh, I'll take watch. You want to, uh, the middle of the night is the best time for me to do watch anyway. I figured it was good for a cat to be uh, up when it's cold. <laughs> yeah. um, so roll a perception check, please. 18 and perception plus 3, so 21. Yeah. So... With your ears, your nose, and your uh, your eyes, with the dark vision for sixty feet, um, pre-all finish here. You do see a, um, like birds sweeping down, um, and again you hear off in the distance um, just general animal noises, but nothing seems to approach the area. Nothing's heading towards it, and. You're keeping an eye along the side of the roads. There doesn't seem to be any travelers at night. No torches in the middle of the night that would indicate any travelers. But you seem fair certain that there's um, nothing. Doesn't seem to be anything sneaking up on you. Uh, you keep on having a, a quick look over in the direction of where uh, Mouse told you Redwin's retreat was. And you see nothing. You don't see any smoke of a fire or anything like that. You're three hours of watch goes by on the mental. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll tap Luke for the next one. Alrighty. And, uh, Luke, you um, want to make a perception check with disadvantage, please? Okay. 
let's see. That was second one was not too good. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, let's see. Nine. I don't think I have proficiency there. I do not. So it's a nine. Okay. You um. You seem. You feel a little bit distracted. Um. You kind of in awe of where you are and your mind is sort of like you know you are looking around at, around you but you're not looking like keeping an eye out for what's maybe approaching you more like looking around at the area that you're in you're in, you're in Skyrim your homeland um, or you know you're uh, the origin of the Nords and um, even though close by you can't see you do see like you know, the stars twinkling in behind, and even the moonlight will come up behind, um, like the mountains and <coughs> and the throat of the war world and stuff like that, with all the snow on it, and kind of gets you, um, you know, your your mind wandering of why exactly you are here, um, why you were called here, and you're not as um, attentive to detail as you usually may be. But otherwise, um, your your night goes past uneventful um, all the way through till morning, um, and you don't um, yeah you don't come across anything nothing approaching along the roads and nothing getting too close to um, that would cause you concern on your camp. So uh, as uh, as dawn approaches and my watch ends, I shake the cobwebs from my head. Realize I've been wool gathering too much, and uh, <laughs> make a mental note to, to pay to pay more attention next watch. And I wake wake the group up, and uh, we start preparing preparing to uh, finish our journey. So. What would you like to do? Would you like to do anything to prepare as you pr- approach? You will be getting close to uh, the bridge. Uh, it's probably about, you know, you can you can say exactly where you are from it, how close you are from it now, uh, as you've all packed up. What would you like to do? The bridge is after Redoran's retreat, correct? And Redoran's retreat is off to the left just before a bridge. Is it not? No, it's just after the bridge. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah. It's just after the bridge. You have the, you have the, you should call it the uh, mud crabs and the Nurn route down there, and then it's just off to the left, just past the. Um, All right. So, well, since we're so close, I guess um, I'm. Uh, I think uh, I should uh, just go out a little, a little ahead, um, and stay. See, how far past the bridge is, is Redditor's Retreat? Another 20 minutes? Half hour? Where are we? No, probably, probably about sort of like 10 minutes. It's, it's the main bed and bra, bar, that one there, so they'll probably get in underneath the bridge and wait until people get close and then come out and surprise them there. So it's probably about 10 minutes from, 10, 15 minutes from, from the bridge. All right, so I guess we'll, we should... Uh, Mouse will go out ahead a little bit and uh, quietly cross the bridge and see if he can see anything back underneath it from the other side. Uh, 
and then wait for the wait for the group on the other side of the bridge. So you're gonna go scout the bridge. You going out there doing it stealthily, or mm-hmm. you're just yeah. gonna go? Okay. Yeah. So uh, you want to roll a stealth check for me, please? That would be uh, thirteen plus seven, twenty. And um, as you are approaching, where, which direction, where from are you approaching the bridge? Are you just walking along the, the middle of the road, the side of the road, off into the tundra? No, the, the west side of the road, just just uh, the same side that Veterans Retreat will be on when we cross, after we cross the bridge. So on, along the west side of the road, keeping an eye towards the, the bridge and, and towards the, uh, the tundra on okay. the other side of the bridge. Okay, make a perception check. That would be 19. As you um, cross over and head off into the brush on the side, just to uh, disguise yourself as you're coming in and getting uh, low so that the main brush, the main uh, fauna would... Sorry... All the plants are just coming up just below your chin. And uh, you start to have a look through. You head over to um, far enough uh, to the side uh, where you can see the side of the bridge and uh, below it on the uh, on the west side of it. And as you're looking down, the slow trickle of uh, water going through. It's a, it's a very slow, small trickle. It, it wouldn't be called um, a river. It would Calling it a stream would still be... Generous with uh, slow trickle down through it. Um, you actually do see um, a Nern route on the opposite side of the bridge, um, close to where the water is, is flowing. You can't, not close enough to hear it yet, but uh, you do see the glow. And um, there's a few uh, rocks around the, the area. Well, I'm, uh, Mouse will continue across, sort of motioning to the others to, you know, to follow, since it doesn't seem to see anything untoward. Okay. So, uh, you had. Where are you going? And I'll I'll wait for I wait for them on the other side of the bridge. Okay. And, so, and then I'll I'll let them know that we're only about ten minutes from from the uh, the cave. Okay, so the rest of you guys just heading uh, across the bridge? Yep. Yeah, and I'll uh, I'll I'll take I'll take the rear just to uh, to let the the other guys be as as stealthy and quiet as possible. Before you go galumping across. Yeah, <laughs> take any tank tank. Yeah. Okay, so you guys uh, head across the bridge, and uh, once you get to the other side. Um, uh, Maris makes his way up the, the side of the bank back up and rejoins you <coughs> on the road on the opposite side as you head off towards um, as you um, having a look out um, in the direction of where Maris is pointing where he uh, knows where Red Run's retreat is you do see what appears to be um, kind of like a post um, that's coming up out of the tundra with a what appears to be a piece of cloth coming off with a little bit of a flag it seems to be sort of like a, like a marker or some point of some type. 
um, just pointing out where the location is and you find it a bit strange that there seems to be one of those uh, out and very obvious to be able to tell you exactly where it is if it's supposed to be a hidden bandicam. Are those common in other places? As we, you know, our, our you know, short travels, but we've been we've been around a bit. Have we seen anything like that commonly in other other locations outside of the the holds? I think Mouse might know enough to to make a comment on that. Um, yeah, they they usually put up places uh, on the sides of roads that would probably lead into um, mines and um, other places where you would see like a trail going off and there would be sort of like, you know, just a, a normal post just with a piece of cloth wrapped around it. Uh, you've seen it a few times. You guys haven't really ventured off the road much. Right. Uh, you've traveled mostly, mainly along the roads and sort of like haven't uh, gone off into the wilds. And when you have, you haven't really gone anywhere where it would probably be somewhere like this. Well, Mel certainly has. Um, correct? I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, you've seen it before um, and places along the road that would be markers to be able to point people into, you know, <coughs> if they're getting directions. If they haven't been there before, they would get directions to, once you get, like, three quarters of the way, you're going to look off and then you're going to see this post and that's going to be the trail that's going to lead to, you know, Embrishard Mine or that's going to be the the, the point that's going to lead you on to, um, you know, Northside Ruins or something like that. But um, it's it's not something that you've seen at Redoran's Retreat before. Hmm. Okay. All right. Is, is there anything on it, or is it just is it just red, or is there a, a, a symbol or design or anything in addition? Mm. Well, no, there's nothing on it. I mean, you, I wouldn't say you're close enough to get a good look at it, but you don't notice any um, symbol or anything like that. It just looks like um, like a faded red um, okay. uh, piece of cloth just tied to the top of this post, um, and it's just blowing in the wind. Well, again, uh, I'm going to uh, motion them to uh, just stay for a moment while uh, while I climb up to the top of the rocks that look down to, on the entrance of Redoran's Retreat just to see if there's anything there, anybody, any posted guard, uh, anything at all. Okay. Yeah, roll um, a stealth check for me, please. Uh, 22. 22. Okay. So you, again, get down nice and low, um, just to above where the, uh, the plant life is, um, where all the, you know, tons of cotton and you know, um, lavender and stuff like that is all surrounding the areas. Um, well, Mouse has a piece of tundra cotton in his hair, so he's completely invisible. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you um, pass where we come up behind, and you're, as you're approaching uh, the top part of where you're going, you know where the ledge drops down. Um, just to the left of the the highest point is where this post is, and where the um, the red, <coughs> excuse me, um, 
piece of cloth is tied to. Right, you slowly, you have a quick listen, make a perception check. And that's 18. 18. Um, you hold for a, about 30 seconds and you can't hear anything. And you finally bring your head over to peer over there and you have a look down. Um, the draw point off point is, is where it usually is. There's, um, You can't see the door quite from the angle where you are. Um, it's directly below you. But you do see um, a barrel... Um, and probably a couple of sort of like uh, burlap sacks just uh, on the exit, just near close to where the entrance is. Um, and then there's um, all the um, the plant life has all been worn away where there's been a lot of foot traffic coming in this area. And just on the floor there, it seems to be a very dark blood red. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to motion the rest of them to, to come and then I'm, uh, I'm going to climb down quietly uh, and investigate the well first first uh, of course Mouse is going to look inside the barrel to see if there's anything interesting in there to grab uh, uh, it's it's nailed uh, shut it's one of those dark rats. yeah it's one of those dark brown ones it's not one of the yeah, light ones bandits in their stupid <laughs> brown barrels <laughs> so he's going to look in, in the sack instead uh, in one of the sacks, you find uh, sacks of flour, four sacks of flour, and in the other one, you find um, two red apples and three green apples. Okay, well, I'm going to take all the apples and, uh, okay. and give those to all the, the group when they when they get there, and then I'm going to look at the uh, this yeah, snack. all right, see what this uh, red patch is. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely blood. Okay. Um, <laughs> make uh, well, it, I was going to make you roll, but there was no, there's no point. Like, you know what it is. I know. It what did it say is. blood red patch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to watch this big red patch right there for um, But well, seeing as you're the one having a look at it, uh, make a <laughs> mouse make a medicine check. Well, you're the one who's looking at it. You said, I want to investigate. (laughs) Thanks, I rolled a one. (laughs) (laughs) I slip in it and fall face Yeah, Yeah, that's a a big red patch of blood. Um, Somebody cut himself real bad. You know, probably ten minutes ago. You know I did. Uh, Oh, Hmm. okay. So I don't want to do anything. Oh, well. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> so, look, it would be good if did, one of us could figure out whether it's ten minutes old or ten months old. I'll, 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 I'll take a look with that with that as I as I clank up here and. and See, see, mouse poking, <laughs> poking around with one of the apples or something. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's not getting, I'll see if I can make any uh, any any judgment about uh, about the uh, the pat the patch o' blood. Yeah, uh, make a medicine check, Luke. All right, let's see. A little better. Oh, that's that's much better. Twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, this is probably uh, this is weeks old. Okay. 
It's uh, it's well sunken in. It's dried. Um, you pick up sort of like you know some of the like this uh, like, you know the, the stones, the gravelly stones of the thing, and you do need to get a like a proper fingernail on there to be able to try and scrape it off. So it's it's been there for quite a while. And then uh, the apples are they are they are they dried apples? You know, sim- similarly, similarly have been there for a while. They're probably ripe, ripe. They're probably you know at their juiciest. Probably just about to go. They're magically fresh, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> they're stored in burlap. <laughs> of course, they're good. Okay, I relay that to the uh, to the team. This is this is this is old. So I'm trying to because rem- okay, so this is what I'm trying to remember. Preventus. I don't think he had a. I don't remember that he had a specific time frame for when these attacks had occurred, or when they stopped. Yeah. So you're looking for because um, there have been no reports of um, travelers or um, uh, was it traders along the roads uh, heading towards and um, stuff like you know guards doing patrols. There was no reports of any bandit activity in this area whatsoever, which is strange. Yeah, okay. And this is what you've come to investigate. Why is there nobody here sort of like, you know, plying their trade? Alright. You guys ready to go in? I'll, uh... Let's go. So b- b- before we before we traipse in, is there any? Uh, obviously, we've been we've been mucking about for a little bit, but is there any signs of of other people in and out of the cave? Uh, you know, maybe more recently than this patch of blood. Okay, uh, roll um, roll an investigation check. Okay. Uh, ooh, that was awful. Six. Six. Okay. Um, you have a look around. The only, the only thing that does strike you, so if we combine that with your medicine check, is that that's a shit ton of blood, um, but there is no body. You would think that with the amount of blood that you're seeing here, that the body wouldn't be able to go very far. There's no. Is there a trail of blood leading anywhere? No, it's right at the at the entrance to. Ah. The, yeah. So it, there's definitely nothing that's leading away from it. Um, <coughs> actually, with your six, you probably yeah you wouldn't know. Uh, but you don't see any trials or anything like that. But the the only thing that strikes you with uh, from your medicine check is that uh, you're pretty sure with this amount of blood that the whoever got damaged this much if it was all from the same person um, they're, they're not going very far um, so, so, so my medicine check was pretty solid so is it my sense that this might even be you know, given how old it is that this might even be somebody who completely bled out and just died and this was, this might have been enough to kill somebody definitely enough to kill somebody yeah. okay alright all right. And I re- again relay that relay that to the group you know I didn't, I, I can't tell much of any of what's going on besides this, but this is a huge. This is the result of a, of a big bleed bleed out. Somebody somebody may have died right here on this spot. Is there a brazier next to the cave opening? Uh, no, there. 
to the side of the cave opening there is um, uh, like a receptacle of where a torch would go in but there's no torch in there Alright, well, um, I guess Mouse is going to uh, just creep in cautiously, see if he can see anything. Um, perhaps uh, look at Jaquai and ask quietly if he'll come along, um, since Jaquai has good good dark vision. Okay. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> So is it just uh, you and Jaquai heading in first, yes? Just, yeah, just into the entrance to see if we can see anything. Uh, um, you know, if there's any light inside the cave anywhere. Okay, no worries. Uh, could I have Jaquai... Uh, actually... Um, Botty, where are you? I'm, you know, following along not too far behind. Wanting an apple as quietly as I can. Um, with Luke there, I think you might be far enough back. So I'm thinking if Luke's um, inspecting that bloody area, then I'll. It's just um, Jaquai, Mouse, and Luke make a dexterity saving throw, please. Well, Body's trying to keep the. Sticky blood off the fancy new armor. Yeah, got to steer clear a little bit. Uh, I have a. I, I apologize. Is is saving throw with proficiency or without? Uh, if you're if you're proficient for you. Yeah, if you're proficient in the check yes, what your saving throw is. Yeah, it's a three. Yeah, it's fourteen. Woof. Uh, seven for me. <laughs> I forgot my dice. 18. No, sorry. It's even worse. Six. You were an 10. So, um, Mouse and Luke, uh, you take uh, 10 points of frost damage. Bugger. Reduced to half for you, Luke. Yeah. 
and um, you take half damage to Kwai uh, as soon as you made the save, managed to dive out of the way, uh, just as you've seen. Um, as um, Mouse uh, went to the um, to the entrance, uh, the, the wooden door, and started slowly creep and push it up, you managed to see uh, a flash of blue from uh, a glyph from a um, sorry, I moved my mic away. Uh, a glyph um, from um, uh, was it uh, an ice rune uh, or a frost rune? Should I say? Uh, just went off just as um, um, Mouse opened the door into Redoran's retreat. So that's uh, ten damage to you, Mouse. Five damage to Luke because he's resistant to frost, and five damage to you, to Quiet because he managed to. Dodge out of the way. Okie dokie. Well, um, Mouse is going to try to shake that off and uh, continue <laughs> opening the door. So um, you step in. Uh, you're. Uh, you got icicles hanging off your eyelashes. Um, <laughs> get those off a bit. Yeah, I'll just I'll wipe them away. It's, just, it's nothing. <laughs> it's kind of like sleeping outdoors with no campfire um, in sort of like, you know, the, the wind helm sort of area. It's, it's no different from that. Yeah, Mouse may not be uh, resistant to cold like a Nord, but he's been living in Skyrim long enough to be used to it anyway. <laughs> so. As so, you, so, Mouse, how? how uh, I, I, I take a, I take a, I don't say anything because I don't want to embarrass Mouse, but I take a good look and like, how bad is this hurting him? <laughs> a little sore, yeah, a little red. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little bit worried. It's, it's early in the day, but I'm a little bit worried. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a cure wounds on. Uh, on Mouse for that. That 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 seemed like a pretty big hit, and he's our. He tends to go in first, so I don't want to. I don't want it just to get worse. So I'm gonna throw a cure wounds on him for uh, nine points. Thank you, sir. I reach over and squeeze. Well, I reach up high and, <laughs> <laughs> and nod thanks. Yeah, let's. Uh, now, uh, is there any non-magical means uh, of, you know, I, I, I do I work, where there's one of those, there may be more. Let's let's just be careful. Mouse, do your skills let you <laughs> let you let you detect uh, magical traps of that variety? Not that I know of. No. Yeah, it will. I mean, it's just detect traps, so. You well, probably you probably won't be able to disarm them, but you probably would have found it if you looked for it. Oh, but you, you did you, you you didn't you didn't you just opened the door and started walking in. Well, I did say I was creeping in carefully, but okay. Uh, yeah, but you got to say I did, uh, I check for traps. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so um, you guys uh, head in. Um, Having a look around, <clears throat> make um, a perception check to quite. 
12. 12. Uh, it's pretty dark in here. There's no uh, torches. And, and it seems to be um, kind of what would uh, a mine shaft would look like. Um, I don't know whether you would have been in many mines. Uh, apart from, well, you've already been in one in Skyrim, so uh, it looks like a, 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 a like a mine shaft would go straight down. Uh, but there's, it's very dark. <coughs> you can see, but it's mostly in black and white. And um, as you get down, there's no torches in the long side of the road. Right at the very bottom. Um, there seems to be, <coughs> excuse me, um, what appears to be a discarded um, sword, and um, what's the thing that a sword is put in? Scabbard. A scabbard. Discarded sword, and it's and it's uh, scabbard, and it's out of its scabbard. But the scabbard is lying to one side, and the sword is to the opposite side. Um, that's pretty much as um, the end of the tunnel stops there and then it goes off to your right which you can't see yet you're, at, you're right near the entrance at the top there I'd like to just stand quietly and see if we can hear anything in the cave um, you make a perception check with um, with disadvantage because it's really really dark in there does it have to be light to hear things it's it's still it's it's a perception check, so it covers everything. Oh, okay, it covers okay. what you can see and what you can hear. Okay. Um, that's why I was against Kwai because uh, he can roll without disadvantage. Yeah, I got fifteen on the on the low side. Okay, so yeah, yeah that's pretty much all you can see. You have a listen out. <clears throat> you can't hear anything apart from the odds of like you know whistling. As you normally would of a, a whistling through a like a, a cave or a, a cave or a mine of this type. I look at Jaquai and ask him if he can hear anything. Um, no, no, no. Neither you can't hear anything. Okay. Right. Um, do you guys think it's safe to light a torch? So if there was anybody relatively close by, they would have heard that uh, rune blow up on us. You would assume, I mean, it um, wasn't terribly loud. It's it's kind of not like the, um, like, you know, the ones in Skyrim which, you know, explode and uh, can sort of, like, you know, blow barrels over and stuff like that. Um, but um, The mouse certainly didn't make a noise. He just sort of hunkered down and took it, so... Um, Botsy, you, um, let's see, let's see, uh, yeah, Botsy, um, I would say make an Arcana check, uh, and Luke and Jaquai make, uh, history checks, please. Intelligence, it looks like. It's a 16 for me. Same for me. history. Am I adding proficiency and such? Uh, I don't know whether you're proficient in, in Arcana. Have a look at your proficiencies. Oh, shit. Uh, not good anyway. Seven. Seven. Uh, 
Well, you can roll a history check on it as well. But um, what did you two got? Got a sixteen, right? Yeah. Yeah, both both of us. Yeah, um, you will remember on your the very first time you started venturing into places unknown in Skyrim, um, where you crossed a threshold of another dingy, dark place, um, where there was a, a a mage inside of it. Um, you set off an alarm. That started sounding the minute you crossed the threshold. Um, you're not too sure whether um, this uh, type of spell could be connected, or if there was a second spell put in that particular. You never found any evidence <coughs> of what could have triggered it, but you're, you, with that sort of role, you could be thinking back. Oh, we've done this before, and. It did alert um, the the last person who we uh, we tried to sneak up on. Okay. Well, I guess we'll have to rely on Jaquai's dark vision. So Jaquai will look for traps. You're not you're not proficient at looking for traps. You don't know exactly what you're looking for. You 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 don't know the design of of traps uh, and and where it would be best to place them because you haven't studied that. So if you, you 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 can look for traps, but you would be rolling at disadvantage. Well, perhaps a mouse should uh, try looking for traps this time. Then. Sure. Um, is it in the area you're doing, or you're moving forward and looking? Moving forward. forward. Moving forward. So you you head down uh, and uh, roll. Um, roll. Um, let's see. Let's have a like a broad as you're moving along. Uh, we'll we'll hold. Yeah, <coughs> we'll hold this as. Um, so you're going to be moving really slowly. So your speed at the moment is 15, not 30, as you're moving. While, so you're investigating as you're going. And we'll take this investigation check as you looking for traps along as you're going. So if you come across and your roll is high enough, you'll be able to find them. Not unless you stay otherwise where you want to step, stop, and you want to have a good, proper look. So you want to redo your roll. You want to check this place even more carefully. So make a, an investigation check, please. Nah, uh, 12. 12. So we have 12. So moving forward, you you creep down, um, having to look around um, with your main dagger out in your right hand um, or an arrow, and you're just sort of like, you know, pushing through the soil, uh, which is kind of uh, a little bit hard as all all soil is in uh, in Skyrim, but you manage to get through it just to make sure that there's no trip wires or there's no um, sort of like uh, foot pads uh, uh, that, uh, that you can sort of like you know activate or anything. <coughs> um, <coughs> Excuse me. I, I take it there's some light coming from the open door now. 
it, it, it is it trailing down, so yeah. um, our eyes are getting used to it now. So. Yeah, once you get down to the bottom and you turn right, you you're not too sure um, what the state of the of how much light you're going to have down there, and it is getting darker and darker the further you go in. So um, as you get down to the bottom, to where um, Jaquai had pointed out the discarded sword and its scabbard. Um, you have a look around um, with a 12 um, you don't you don't see any thing as you get there and there but there's you find no evidence of any traps and as you look off to your right um, it just goes into blackness so there's a dead sort of a it's a hard right and no no other no, no other way to go is what you're saying yeah. There's so, yeah, there's like a wall to your left, wall in front of you. There's a right turn heading further down into the cave or mine. Um, but it just, it goes, there's a little, the last vestiges of light are just getting to that area where the sword is. Um, but as you look off into uh, the rest of it, it's just going into black. There's, there's no light source in there whatsoever. Well, I think we should stop and listen again. I'd like to uh, listen again and see if any of us can hear anything. Um, okay, um, make a perception check. Mark. Oh, let's see, that'd be 10. 10. You, you definitely don't see anything and you don't hear anything either. So at this point, can we see around the corner yet? You've got to around the corner. Um, a mouse was there first as he was um, looking, checking for traps, making sure that there wasn't anything else that you could stumble into. Um, you've just gotten down to the bottom now behind him, and you're looking beyond uh, into the, the next one. With your dark vision, as you're having a look in, it just seems like more cave. Um, it goes into... Um, <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, a wall on the left hand side, which just at the the very bottom, there seems to be like some sort of dresser leaned up against it um, with some shelves, and it seems to be some uh, turned over uh, bottles of ale or some sort of uh, alcoholic bottles that you would usually see mead or ale carried in. And at this point, I can't see any discernible. Um, Sources of light down in that darkness. No, it's uh, it's all blackness, but you can see, you can make out shapes, and it's it's all in black and white. Um, you can't see colors, but <coughs> you can see far enough in that uh, there's a pillar about halfway in the room that go, that goes from the floor to the ceiling. It's um, like made of rock, so it's just cut out, so it's kind of like supporting the cave. Uh, and right in the middle of it, there seems to be a, a holder that would be for a, a torch. And there act- actually is a torch in this one. So, Mouse, there, it doesn't appear that there is any light down there at all. We're going to get to the point where I'm the only one that can see and you guys are padding around in, in pitch blackness. With Without any other light, no, there isn't anybody down there. Um, you know, uh, 
no humans at least uh, so, I think it's safe for us to light a torch so should we light the one in the in the torch sconce I can no uh, uh, let's uh let me, let, let me light one of mine okay and and I, I can carry the torch from the back and that may uh you know that may you guys can just just enough light to be able to see and that you know maybe maybe it won't be quite as obvious if we do encounter anything down there yeah, well, I, um, we don't I, have too many dark shadows in front of us. Yeah, I think it uh, it gives out a bright light for a twenty foot radius and dim light for a thirty foot radius. I believe a torch. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I've got a yeah, bright, bright light, twenty foot, uh, and dim for additional. So forty feet total with with a good, you know, good perception. Yeah. So with. Um, Let's say um, uh, Luke staying about ten foot behind you. You probably have about thirty foot of light where you can see into. Um, so you can see into the room now. It's all lit up, all nice uh, bright colors. You see the the orange tint to the uh, the ale bottles that Jaquai was pointing out, and you see the. Um, was it the pillar in the uh, the center of the room? You can't quite see to the very back of the room yet. Uh, to the cave, it's probably about um, sixty foot, uh, but it kind of curves around. So, as you look to the left, uh, you see that um, dresser um, with some shelves on it and some ale bottles. Some of them are turned over, and to the left of that, it seems like that's where the cave ends. And it's sort of like opens out to the right <coughs> excuse me oh really sorry about that I think we might have to call it early it's just getting worse and worse um, so it opens out um, to the right side of um, uh, of the cave and that's where in the center of the room is is that stone pillar that sort of like you know seems to be like a supporting pillar that's carved out of the rock um, with the uh, torch uh, holder on it, uh, or a sconce let's call it, uh, and then opens out to the back of the room but you can't quite see all the way back to the walls, to the back walls yet Well, I mean at, le- at the very least Mouse wants to investigate this dresser and see what's in the drawers <laughs> very quietly of course Check um, traps first. Check it for traps first. There's never any traps in Skyrim dressers. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so you just open it then? Uh, yeah. Do it. Yes, <laughs> I'm just going to open it. Go uh, ahead. Screw me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you, ginger, you. You you abruptly <laughs> grab you abruptly grab the handle and then gingerly <laughs> pull it open and then With you slightly frozen fingers <laughs> and, you, and then you suddenly hear clink oh. but then as you open it it just seems to be a glass vial just sort of uh, like rolls from the to the back from the back of the drawer to the front and sort of like clinks against the the metal handle <laughs> but nothing in there a couple of um, empty glass vials. Uh. Well, um, 
I think Mouse would like to uh, inch forward, looking carefully, uh, seeing how far we can get and see the other side of the room. As you inch forward and you um, head to the um, to the opposite side, you get probably um, just within 10 foot of that uh, central pillar. You look to the right side, it's just all wall and um, to the left it's just all wall, but as you get and you look beyond the central pillar, you, you finally see the back wall and just before it there's a um, seems to be a table with a candle on it that's not lit um, but all around the table, all on the floor there's just pieces of leather armour, pieces of hide armour uh, helmets um, all covered in blood um, some of them cut and in sort of like places that look like vital places Um to learn any more, you probably have to get closer. I look it back at Luke. And... Luke probably wouldn't be able to see from this distance. He's trying to keep for you to be able to do your thing stealthily. He has to stay quite a bit back. He's holding the torch up so he can get some light. If, in. Yeah, if, if you motion me for you know, and and obviously I'm watching what you're doing. If you. You could yeah, motion he can before. Me. I was going to say, I look back and look, sort of raise my eyebrows and kind of ask him to inch forward and take a look. Um, okay. So yeah, yeah as, I, you, as you step further into the room and uh, sort of like the, the nodded head from uh, Mouse, you do start to see uh, the edge of what appears to be a pile of different types and different pieces of armor all sort of like you know bundled some of it on the table some of it leaning against it some of it all on the floor all around and um, blood on most of it can we see the whole room now is is, is uh, Luke far enough in that his sort of 30 foot radius uh, is uh, or actually no it's a 40 foot radius right uh, yeah so he'll get most of the, the world it's probably you know the, the very corners uh, he probably can't get all of them at the same sort of time. The, the light is going to—he probably have to get closer to get in. But um, as you look off, the, the, the table is right in the very far right corner. Uh-huh. As you look off to the left, it, it, it ventures further down into, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, into uh, a cave. So good, that continues off down into darkness. Okay, I was going to say, are there any other exits? Okay, so there's more. There's, it goes farther. All right. So does, does this 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 now that we're kind of there, we're in the middle of the room, the lights casting. Is this is this um, more of a of a gathering room for the bandits, where there's tables where they might have sat around having a meal, playing cards, whatever, or is this more of a of a of a sleeping chamber for them? No, there's 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 nothing here. It just seems to be like you know that one dresser with just um, so like you know. You didn't check, but there's like you know, it seems what could be empty bottles or could be full bottles of ale, and then just this one table. Um, but there's there's no bedrolls, there's no beds, there's um, there's no seating. It's just the one table, um, probably only about two foot by two foot, a square table, just leaning against the wall with a, a solitary candle on it that's not lit, um, and then just pieces of armor. Just it just seems to be dumped all. At uh, at the, you see, there's 
Um, well, you haven't really investigated it. You'd have probably have oh, to. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was going to be my next movie. It's, now yeah. that sort of taken the stock of the room, I was going to go take a look at the armor and like, yeah, yeah, just to see if there's anything obvious conclusions. Maybe, maybe the the one thing I'm trying to figure out is this: is this two two sets of armor, five sets of armor? You know, how, how many? How many humans are represented by these bloody armor sets that we're seeing here in this room? Um, is it just you having a look through it? What do the rest of you no, do? I'm, no, I'm I'm going to, and I was going to say I'm going to light that candle. Uh, I'm, you say you say the uh, the armor is all around that table, right? It's all yeah. Together. Yeah. So it's and the candles uh, shine about a ten foot of uh, yeah. light. So I'm going to light the candle on the table so we yeah, can see gonna... a little better. I was going to ask: Is uh, is there any danger to lighting the the sconce and the candle and get the the room lit up a little bit? The candle, I don't think, will be much more than the torch already is casting, but it'll be a little more localized, right? So, so mm-hmm. I don't you think it's get- going to add a whole lot of light to the room. So, um, you and um, what Luke are investigating the armor. I, both of you can either roll investigation checks, or one of you can roll with the advantage. Uh, got a preference, Mouse? I've, I'll, I'll take it if you want. I'll try, give it a shot. <laughs> are you, are you, are you, are you? I am proficient. proficient. Yes, I have, I have a proficiency, a skill in investigation. Yes. Okay. All right. And, I'll, I'll, and, and just give, give it, given, given that this is the first, I'll, uh, I'll just, I'll uh, lay a, lay a hand on your shoulder and say, "My kind guide, my my my, my kind guide your uh, guide your eyes as you do this, and it'll give you a plus uh, a, a die roll, a plus four. A D four, a D four additional. Uh, so I'll let I'll let Mouse, since he's proficient, roll with advantage. Okay. okay. So I uh, for that I take the roll plus my proficiency, and then roll the four the four sided die as well. You, yeah. Your your profi- yeah. proficiency plus your intel your intelligence bonus. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and plus a plus a D four. Okay, so that would only be a plus. So total of five, so of thirteen. And you you roll twice. Oh wait, you wait no no wait no 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 you didn't have no. advantage you just had no, the you just, have no, he, no you did have advantage because I'm oh, that's right because I'm I'm only rolling yeah okay yeah I'm not rolling so you're rolling yeah. Uh, no, I'll definitely take the first roll. Sadly <laughs> 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 enough, uh, thirteen. Thirteen total. Um, you can't quite put it together because not everybody wears a full piece of uh, like a full set of armor there probably some people wear like you know a, 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 an armored shirt and a pair of sort of like you know like you know hide boots or something like that or there are some people that will you know wear good armored boots and good pair of greaves and a good chest piece and bracers and a helmet so you're not with that role you can't really figure out how many people this would be if you were to put them all together there's probably about four full sets of armor but if people are just wearing one or two pieces of armor just you know and then just wearing like you know a normal shirt and things like that probably about five or six people maybe if it's just you know it it could be upwards of about eight people this could be long too, but you will notice there is no weapons. Okay, I was ah. about to say, uh, Mouse. Uh, I don't know if this would be under the same auspices. Uh, the same <coughs> Mouse would like to investigate the armor for uh, loot, <laughs> as it were. Uh, 
Uh, there's nothing in it. There, there's no money in it. Um, you check all the like the usual hidey places. The the hidey place that you hide your money. Um, that you know that you kind of like. Oh, you, yeah, you, you move you move the armor away so nobody else can see. So you check that special spot. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no gold. Uh, no potions. Nah, no slips of paper. Um, especially not with that roll. <laughs> So it's been swept clean, as far mm-hmm. as we can tell. Mm-hmm. Except for so, the blood. So, yeah. so, so, Mal, so the, 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 the bandit, the bandits, bandit bands, that sounds odd. The bandit bands in, around here, what, how many are, is, is, is six or eight typical for a bandit, group of bandits around here, or is that small or large? What's, what's, no, what's I'd say that's, I mean, I think Mouse would know that would be relatively, uh, or would Mouse know? I, I guess I better ask. Um, yeah, try to figure out um, if it will be intelligence or history. Try to f- mm. with a camp like this, with your history knowledge, you could probably go with a history. Actually, I'll, I'll leave it up to you. You can either do an intelligence roll or a history roll. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not. Perf- Efficient in um, an intelligence role. Wait a minute. Or history or what? Yeah, sorry. History is intelligence, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think um, is there any of the, your skills that you could be able to put into it? But no. Yeah, so just give us a history role, please. Uh, Mouse was reading a, a fiction book during the history class. Uh, so, uh, so uh, yeah, seven total. Yeah, seven total. Um, no, I mean, with your intelligence coming into play, you really that you know, with only six or seven people, that would be a very small operation, um, especially for somewhere like uh, Veterans Retreat. Um, some place like this, and they're all sort of like banded together. Um, you would probably expect about twenty or so plus people would mm. be everybody in this in this area. Round right about that sort of thing would be a good sized bandit group. Mm. There's no. Oh, we no. We've already looked. So there's um, there's no indication that these these pieces of armor have any insignia in common did we ask that or or uh, um, you you had a look while you're looking through but i uh, know there there's some uh, leather pieces there's some hide pieces fur pieces all different types of leather and as i said some of them could have been wearing like you know a pair of hide boots and a pair of fur bracers so you're not 100 percent sure of you know yeah. how many people were wearing this armor but you will know you will notice I'd say that they died. Um, there's a there's a lot of blood and a lot of slashes. Hmm. Can we tell what kind of slashes they are? No, it's just slashes. It's um, <coughs> it is a slashing. You just rolled too low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. No, um, you just see that it's it, somebody has cut through the armor. Um, yeah. 
There's no, there's no burning. There's um, no puncture marks. It's just sort of like, you know, what you would think, you know, with your own weapons, you've got a couple of daggers and you've got a bow. And so you know what to look for uh, with those type of weapons. And you see a lot of that. You see a lot of the slashing, but you don't see any of the puncture. And you don't see uh, bringing up, um, was it your uh, run-in with the uh, with the rune upstairs? You don't see any sort of like, you know, anything else yeah. that would indicate any other type of damage. So uh, I forget, I rolled for, for checking as we were going forward. Is that still in effect or do I, uh, you know, for checking traps as I as no you've you've stopped now and I'm sort of like you know yeah yeah right. so like you know you've lit up the area so we'll, I would we'll, like to uh, mouse would would like to investigate the rest of the room to see if you can find anything uh, at all uh, um yeah roll uh roll an investigation check I uh, roll actually with um the feet that I gave Imperials. You're looking for stuff, right? Yeah, anything. Clues, I guess, is the best word to use. Okay, if you're looking, if you're looking for clues, then it's just a normal roll. So whatever you just rolled. Yeah, uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Um, you have a look around. You you can't really with that. Uh, there is nothing apart from the table all that armor, the dresser in the corner that you already had a look in, you go to, like, you know, you, you get the torch from Luke and you have a look around and just doesn't seem to be any, you have a look at the ground around that sort of area and with that roll you can't really make out any specific foot traffic. There is tracks in here but you can't pull out anything specific or you can't understand, understand where it's coming or going or how long ago it was. Okay. Well, hmm. guess we need to continue on. Yeah, Duquai's yep. been sitting in the shadows so that his eyes won't be too um, overtaken by the light. Okay, so you probably got ahead, you know, close to where it continues on. That would probably be the the darkest area in that. Uh, in that open space is probably where you're going to be venturing further into towards the cave so you're probably just hanging about there um, what would you guys like to do? Sorry. Head. I'll, I'll so peer, the, I'll peer down yeah. into the darkness and see if yeah. what's well, next proceed Yeah. so uh, roll a perception check That's 17. 17. You have a look down, and it seems to um, thin all the way down. Where you came in, where this was a uh, near the entrance, it was a nice squared, open, sort of like, you know, kind of like a hallway that you were walking down. Um, enough for sort of like three or four people to walk in a line down. Um, you, as you turned into this room, this room opened up with a pillar in the middle. Now you've gotten to this area further down. It's starting to thin real down, real skinny. Um, to probably 
only as much as one person at a time can walk into this cave and travel as it's as it tracks it said heads down and gets real thin where only one person at a time can walk down it uh there is no light it is it is darkness there man. How long have we been at this since the torch was lit? Um, what? Not terrible. Yeah, investigation check, probably having a look through the armor, probably about 10 minutes at most, I would say. Okay. Well, I guess we can keep going with with Luke at the back, casting some dim light, right? Enough that it doesn't affect Jaquai's forward vision too much. Works for me. Okay, so um, everybody roll uh, a new stealth check for me, please. Ooh, so sorry, that's going to go to waste. Oh, no. Oh. <coughs> 13 for me. 25 for me. Fif- 15 for Luke with Ooh, disadvantage. Man. Uh, yeah, four. <laughs> <laughs> Luke greased up his armor. How, how could you even roll a four? <laughs> so pretty. My goodness. That seems impossible. The mute, <laughs> the, the, the mute fell off the strings on you. <laughs> Banging into walls. So you head further down. Um, uh, into uh, the, Who's um, leading? At this point, Jaquai is. Yeah, and, and I think Mouse is right behind Jaquai, perhaps. Sure. Are you keeping an eye out again? Are you, Mouse? Yes, I would like to do that, please. Okay. Uh, roll a general investigation check. Um, ac- Lord. Uh, nine. <laughs> Started out hot, and now I'm just... You may be killing me. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> Hey, I'll go first. If you, you, if you keep your hand on my shoulder, uh, um, I'll, I'll be. I'll take point as long as you can see see over my shoulder. Um, that's fine. That's fine with mouse. So we're leading with um, Jaquire first, um, and then mouse is just behind him, keeping his eye out. Um, as you head down, there's not too much to see. You. I'll try and keep your wits about you, especially after what happened at the entrance. And after seeing all that bloodied armor, you're not too sure what you seem to be walking into. So, um, Jaguai takes it nice and slowly, and uh, he's keeping very, very quiet. Um, it The path sort of like circles around, and it still remains quite close um, as you're going through pitch blackness, but with uh, the dim light just creeping just to the back of um, of Mouse as you um, as you're moving along, um, Luke manages to keep up close behind. You probably go for about fifty or sixty feet, following this route, running into nothing, um, nothing getting close to, uh, sort of like nothing that you're running across that would appear trappish in any way. <coughs> uh, when you quiet, you finally come to another opening where the the, um, the tunnel that you're in just ends and it 
opens out straight into a big room as if uh, you know you're you're walking through a very thin um corridor and you open a door and it just opens up into like a um like a vast ballroom just ends and it just opens up into this massive open area um as you're looking around again it's pitch black in there but you can make out um stuff with just in black and white and um in the center of this open area is um big long table uh, in the center of it what seems to be uh, pieces of um sort of like a cutlery plates uh sort of like battered oil cups um bottles of wine bottles of ale uh, candles along them, none of them are lit. Um, roll, actually, sorry, roll a perception check. Who? Uh, Jaquite. Jaquite, okay. Yeah, you're just behind him, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty thin. You can't, you'd be look, trying to look behind it, behind his head anyway. Uh, 14. 14? Yeah, so that's pretty much most of what you can see. You can't see all the way back to the other side of the room, so you can't see the walls yet. Uh, you do look up to, the, to your right-hand side, and you do see... Uh, kind of like a like a precipice just above this room to the right so it kind of like it's like a balcony overlooking this room um, and you, you look off to your left and then there seems to be um, there's no stairs or no steps or no ladder up to this precipice which is probably about on the right which is about 10 foot high um, oh, probably, yeah about 10 12 foot high uh, to the left of the room, you see what appears to be uh, another another tunnel disappearing in the darkness again. You, your dark vision doesn't go beyond this, and it seems to be heading off further down. But you look about the room; doesn't seem to be anybody in the room. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all you see. The whole room's probably. Um, uh, you can see sixty foot with your dark vision and you can't see the back end of this room so it's probably either just a bit above 60 feet or could go along further so are we all in this room now so we can see about 30 feet no you're uh, you're just at the edge of you're all still in the tunnel oh, okay uh, um Jaquai is just at the very end of the tunnel. He hasn't stepped through into the room yet. He's just looking and taking in the room and sort of like passing what he's seeing back to you, I, I assume. Alright, well... Just um, vamp for a couple of minutes, please. Um, damn. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a quick quick break. I'll be right back. Yeah, good idea. Let's let's take uh, let's take five here because like, I need. Sounds good. Yeah. Be back in five. Skyrim 1080 would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast. If you would like to find more music like this, just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information. Thank you. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com, where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and 
our Amazon link, which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening.